0: Hello and welcome to Columboys, the podcast all about the sizzling, aromatic, flavorful world of Lieutenant Columbo. I'm Mac, and in this corner, three-time winner of the mid-division belt and defending world champion, Benjamin the Bulldog Swallow! Hey Mac. Hey Ben. This week we'll be taking a look at Season 2, Episode 8, Double Shop. Double? This week we'll be taking a look at Season 2, Episode 8, Double Shock. This superlative who ha hoo, ha getting back into it. <laughs> final episode, second season. Here we go. This week, we'll be taking a look at season 2, episode 8, Double Shock. This superlative final episode. I wrote that myself. Why did I write myself such a hard thing to say? All right. Cuz anyway. you didn't say it out loud before <laughs> reading it. That is great. <laughs> This superlative final episode of the second season features the incomparable Martin Landau in a dual role as twin brothers who are suspected of murdering their wealthy uncle for his inheritance. Mr. Landau's amazing career in TV is so long that television has only been around about a decade longer than Martin Landau has been on it. That's true. Good God. <laughs> to do justice to his credits would take the length of this entire episode and would still not adequately uh, sum up his career. Uh, ben, or, I, I I really like Martin Land. I, I was going to say, or, as I've heard, his <laughs> penis. Great. Uh, <laughs> also appearing in this episode is the first Catwoman from the Adam West Batman series and noted appreciator of Wong Fu, Julie Newmar, as well as that guy from Literally Everything in the 1980s, Dabney Coleman, and uh, rounding out the cast is Tim O'Connor, who many people who are old as dirt, uh, like me and Ben, will remember as the guy who wore a talking necklace named Dr. Theopolis on Buck Rogers. You remember Buck Rogers? Talking. He had like the little, there was the guy, of course, the guy who went like beady, beady, beady. But then he also right. was like a medallion who like talked. Uh, it's vague.
1: I definitely watched Buck Rogers, but I'm struggling to, I didn't it put wasn't that together. Very, it wasn't a very good show. No, I'm not saying it was.
0: <laughs> I watched a lot of garbage. Martin Landau has since passed away, but he leaves behind him a legacy of fantastic performances over a long and storied career. Benjamin. Mac. We made it to the end of season two somehow. I don't know how. (laughs) Wait, no, I do, actually. I enjoyed the show a lot. It was slowly over time. Um, So, yeah, great episode. Really, really really good good episode. episode. A lot of good stuff. A
1: couple of those, like, oh
0: that's different yep this is another bochco uh bochco stephen bochco of course uh writer of uh, good the murder by the book and many other things previously previously discussed on this podcast i don't know what's happening with my mouth today
1: i'm not sure terrible things but we'll we'll (laughs) We'll get through it we'll get through it we'll get through it yeah no it's a really good one it's a very it's a great episode i really enjoyed this i had a couple moments where i was like i don't know where this is headed (laughs) yeah but i'm having a great time
0: it's real it's real good and it um it's a it's a really good um experiment on the formula which um they're already kind of doing little twists and turns like because I could see how you could get really bored with this thing of like, you know, exactly how the the murder happened and you know, you know exactly who did it. Um, This is another, this is a slight twist where we know who did it,
1: sort of. Well, we think we do. And then, and then, and then they throw the twist at us, which is.
0: We we certainly know what he looks like. Right. We know it's one of two people, but, but we're not entirely sure until the end
1: exactly who did it. Right. And also they wait until after Columbo shows up to drop the knowledge on us that there are two of them.
0: Right. Um, so I actually was kind of curious. So let's. Let, I guess we, we should just go through the episode real quick. Um, I guess. I mean, <laughs> It's kind of what we do. It's probably important if that's, we want to talk about true. the stuff that happens. Um, so uh, in this episode, uh, an elderly man is about to get married to a young, beautiful a uh, woman of Right. Of, so they're both health nuts. They're both health nuts um, and I, um Julie Numar is the is the young woman. The older man looks a lot like uh the other old guy. Yeah. So much so when they took their helmets off so it kind of like are they brothers? <laughs> are they the same person? Yeah. Yeah, maybe they they're were related, right? Maybe they were twins, it was like a double twin yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Ooh, quadruple twin.
1: Wait, no, that's not. No, I don't think. I don't
0: think twins are uh, uh, exponential. I guess it depends on how you count. I guess so. Um, Anyway, but uh, the the um, so he's going to get married to this woman, which uh, and uh, he has two nephews who stand to inherit all of his wealth.
1: Right. Um, Because well, yeah, because he. What, what he has no will or i don't remember what the deal was but basically it just is the like if there's right, no will we don't will, find that we don't them. find out really in, until later yeah exactly. they're next let's just say they're next of Kim. they're his only surviving so, his
0: only surviving uh relatives um you're kind of you're backing away from the mic
1: when you're no, gesticulating. no no i'm stay gonna, on mic i'm going to i'm going to wave
0: my arm I, be, I beg you to stay on mic i'll do what i can all right um so uh they the, the uh, what is going on with me today (sighs) um i'm gonna stand on my head and so that all the all the uh, blood rushes right you're feeding your brain my my brain twice a day twice a day um so he is going to marry julie newmar Mm -hmm. his uh wealthy nephew we just know him as a nephew right um comes in and says uh, congratulations it's dexter Paris I think Dexter is ne- Paris is nephew. his name yes a taste of Paris we later find is the, is the name of his cooking show sorry one more time it's pretty gross oh it's pretty gross yeah when I saw it I was just like oh I hate this even it's, more. But it is very 1970s. Oh, no, so super it's, 1970s. It's appropriate. It's yeah, not yeah, yeah. This is not, like, a bad made up. This is exactly the sort of bad right, right. thing that existed. By no, the it's way.
1: right in line with, like, uh, Galloping Gourmet, I think, was, yep, was sure. one from the Absolutely. era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Graham Kerr, I think. Yeah. yeah, with that very much where it was, like, the kind of dashing sort of younger guy making these really extravagant, very not good for you.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of talk about yes. housewives Yeah. Uh, in,
1: in, in his cooking segment, but yeah. we're,
0: we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um. <clears throat> So uh, this guy's going to get married, but uh, and he's fencing. Right. He goes upstairs to take a bath after fencing. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like the nephew left the house, right? But then we see him sneak back in
1: mm-hmm. barefoot. Uh, barefoot for some reason. Yeah, I don't really understand why. No he No shoes. I guess, I, because I guess to shoes sort of have DNA. I don't know how that works either.
0: Uh, my, my guess would be that the that the barefoot thing would was that their plan was to essentially point the finger at each other so ambiguously that it, they couldn't be certain who did it. Who did it? Because it's like beyond a reasonable doubt. Like, right. Like the idea if like... If there are
1: two of them and you don't have clear evidence that it's one or the other, you can't charge them both with murder. Exactly. Right? Well, I don't know that that's necessarily true, but... Sure. <laughs> I feel like that's probably... <laughs> I think that was their plan at the Movie logic.
0: Least, was to like yeah. have it be so... Ew. To have it be so ambiguous that uh, he couldn't they yeah, couldn't certainly. Um He sneaks back in, He and we see him go into the room and drop a uh, blender. Yeah, into he plugs the, a
1: blender in, turns it on, and drops it in the tub with his uncle. Who right. Just kind of watches him do this.
0: And then Julie Numar arrives in a little bit, comes in and finds that... Uh, He's not in the tub. He's not in the tub. He's downstairs in the workout room on the exercise, electrical bike that she gave him. Right, and um, I have some questions about that. Like, how did they move? It seems like that woman is like right off. Like her the, stair- the room is yeah. like right off the staircase. It's, right. You next think to she the would thing,
1: hear two grown men carrying grunting a third and carrying yeah,
0: down the stairs? Right. And Yeah. It seems like it would make a lot of noise, but uh, it. I guess he's probably far enough it, away. It it's, didn't
1: or it, they walked it around a different It's Colombo logic. Yeah, yeah. It's the no
0: blood thing. Like yeah, you just yeah. kind of have to you just have to assume that people can somehow move silently when they need to for plot right. convenience' yeah, yeah, yeah. sake. They can move completely silently and and
1: undetected. We'll just go with obviously because she was watching, you know, a <laughs> right. late night, you know, drama show that yeah, she was uh, riveted. Some kind of bad soap opera uh,
0: starring yeah, a very totally. young Mark Singer and Beastmaster, the Beastmaster in his first credited role. Which uh, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. He's actually there. Both I, there are two separate um, shows that are right. shown. Bad, bad, bad shows doctors and bad lawyers. That, I think uh, are the two Mrs. shows. Mrs. Peck is the housekeeper. Yeah. Um, and she's watching these shows, and and this is sort of seems like a trivial thing, but kind of becomes the linchpin to under to to them figuring out that it was a murder. Right. Um, she's watching her show when the Cuisinart uh, goes in the right. or the hand blender. Uh yeah, yeah. You know, sorry, sorry, I named a brand. You know, we're not we are not sponsored by Cuisinart. Right. Cuisinart, the official brand and, uh, of murderers. murderers. Yep. Um, <clears throat> they uh when it goes in there of course their tv turns off and then when it turns back on it was pink because tube television purple purple um because tube televisions were very very temperamental back in the day
1: yeah i i guess i mean truthfully yeah having like a power surge you know a power spike like that would probably do some damage to it it's... i mean i had a lot of like you know old televisions back when
0: i was a kid and they definitely were terrible oh yeah <laughs> yes. they CRTs would, like are not they a would just do weird repair. weird things uh for no apparent reason mm-hmm. and there were a lot of like little knobs you could try turning that would occasionally do yeah. something but more often than not would. well
1: also do earlier ones especially uh before they started actually uh shielding them from electromagnetic interference yeah like you'd really get that color pull and stuff because a magnetic field in the earth is different oh yeah
0: like if you put it near too near like a wall outlet or sometimes yeah. or like yeah you would get would like not a take rainbow very kind much of, yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah they were very
0: they were very temperamental
1: good stuff we're old folks
0: <laughs> uh, so. we're not as old as as this show though <laughs> no we're both younger, those younger than this than this uh, episode of television um <laughs> that's just, reassuring right yeah we're catch it's catching up to us though yeah 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 um it's not going to be good by the time it catches up it, it's it, i can um, i can verify it will not be good i'm i'm really not but it will be
1: fun to, to talk that. about it'll be fun to talk about it, at the very least oh, uh, <laughs> so yeah so the lights the so, power the lights, goes out yep and then the power comes back on and the tv is purple but she continues watching her show and, and it's only been a couple seconds since the power went out then right. it comes back on
0: um and the then later the body is discovered by julie newmar right and uh colombo right away figures out it's murder yeah
1: in a well he it, it's a weird thing where he's like clearly out of sorts when he shows up it's and, the
0: middle of the night yeah I think. yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, and he's just exhausted and stumbles around
0: and immediately uh this is not the first time that Columbo has shown up to a crime scene like appearing to be hung over i don't know that he is but oh, he definitely yeah. has the look of somebody who was maybe out
1: at the chili bar right he's got, got that vibe where if he wasn't drinking yeah. he was definitely eating chili and that's why he <laughs> is in such a mess um which scans but yeah he immediately i think uh incenses mrs peck yes uh the she, housekeeper she of hates like him 30
0: plus years um he he like
1: spills a uh vase he like breaks a vase yeah well he drops some ash on the floor right and and then breaks a vase she yells at him and then he breaks right Something that belonged to, you know. Yes, yeah, so a uh, running theme Mr. of this Paris. episode is Colombo
0: being chased out of the house by Mrs. Peck or chased into a different part of the house. Right. Yelled at by Mrs. Over, Peck. <laughs> over and, and, and over and over again. Doing
1: his best to avoid being yelled out, which I find extremely relatable.
0: <laughs> I Yeah, except sometimes I just feel like he isn't trying very hard. Like he just, like, does not give a shit. Oh, well, there's, that's there's the thing. There's times is, when like, he's, like, keeps, like, um, He's later figures out that uh, that an electrical short caused this thing, and he keeps tossing uh, mixers into the bathtub Mm -hmm. over and over again, and destroying this woman's television. She
1: has like someone come out and fix it. He later he immediately destroys it to like time how long it takes him to go downstairs and swap out the burnt fuse. Yep. but uh, but yeah, but that's the thing is, is up to the point that he has kind of locked in, Mm -hmm. like he definitely is avoiding uh getting yelled at as much as possible there's a very there's a very good scene
0: where he goes into the bathroom to splash water on his face the very common thing that everyone does and is and is normal right you know just splash some cold water on your face by the way uh paul Tompkins does a bit where he talks about how like stupid it is that no one actually splashes water on have you ever splashed water on your face i have actually it's actually great yeah, like I mean, it actually is very refreshing yeah that's yeah. that's why i've done it before <laughs> i know it's just like you see it in movies and you're like oh you know whatever and then you do it and it's it's actually it's like very that's why very they... comfortable yes. it's very nice splash a little cold water on your face today we're sponsored by splashing cold water on your face right.
1: don't do it while you have electronics on you though
0: <laughs> no put the put your phone down yeah um, don't listen to this podcast and splash water on your face
1: yeah no no no. you have to take all the electronics off right don't short your electronics out no. or electrocute yourself both of those are bad outcomes correct we are not
0: in favor of, of murder or
1: accidental accidental
0: death by electrocution yes These in are this things- case
1: it would probably be referred to as involved you know as accidental manslaughter on our parts <laughs> of, your, yeah, of parts. us yeah wait no, we'd, us. we'd go to jail yeah that's what i'm how saying how would we go to jail because we told people to splash water we didn't on their sell them
0: to like hold a blender and splash water on. no their we face. just told them not to do that yeah exactly but so, like
1: even if we didn't tell them that i don't think we'd be culpable hopefully not <laughs> i don't know i mean when i grew up you know there was the whole like oh you put backwards messages on your records and therefore you're, yeah. I, don't listen to me. <laughs> what's happening? I don't our know. podcast. I don't know what's happening. Our brain. Anymore.
0: We have both have degenerative brain diseases. What is going on right now? Is it the heat? It yeah, might be the heat. It's definitely. The it heat. might be the heat. It's too warm outside. It's very warm uh, outside, and the air conditioner yeah. has to be turned off for the recording of the podcast, and so it gets spicy in here. It gets hot. A little bit a little <laughs> your, bit. your yeah. mind starts roaming a little bit this yeah. is what people enjoy they don't they don't you know they don't tune in for the Colum- the uh colombo colombo no stuff it's just for us like nattering on yeah about it's nonsense. for us
1: losing our minds and then me talking about clothes and you getting bored with me talking about clothes i think that's how this yeah, goes. our trademarks yeah absolutely got there anyway uh, so so yeah so after uh, Columbo shows up and uh, he rummages around in, splashes a little water in on the, the bathroom. bathroom in a
0: great in a great dialogueless scene yeah like a very good scene of just Peter Falk
1: figuring uh, shit figuring out.
0: shit out in his brain um, this is a, kind of a throwback to uh, the previous Murder by the Book where there's that conversation scene where uh, the people are sort of having a conversation about the mur- woman who was murdered in the in right. The lake and Colombo's just sort of walking around the house doing something completely different. Yeah, and and like figuring stuff out and you you are essentially just watching his thought process. Right. But it, it's 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 very well acted and it's mm-hmm. very well shot so that you understand
1: oh it's exactly
0: it's very clear like what he's thinking and why he's thinking
1: yeah it's it's so good it's so nice too that 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 scene is in there because it's just such a wonderful moment of a Falk at work it's a really it's a really smartly written scene because it does such a good job of immediately establishing his habit of always paying attention to everything instead of just assuming that what what like just, is just right. to
0: kind of walk through it, like very quickly. He he comes in, to splashes water on his face. He picks up a, a hand towel yep. and and towels his face off. He notices that on this side, the ta- the side there with are the, three towels. There are three towels, and on the other side, there are two towels. He looks in the hamper. He notices that there is a wet towel in there. Mm-hmm. He picks up the wet towel he rubs it on his face yeah. to feel that it's still wet and it's still wet he reaches down into the tub he swipes his hand along the tub and then feels that it's that the moisture and yeah. that it's also wet and he picks up the and soap. he picks up the soap the soap it... flies out of his hand in a yeah. fun comedic moment mm-hmm. and then he <laughs> very bizarrely wipes the soap under his, his armpit of
1: yeah his, of his jacket his yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so <laughs> weird it's such a it's a such a great character moment though yeah. it's such a very colombo bit yeah. of like well obviously that's where i'm gonna wipe my it's, hand it's You you understand why he has such a weird, like,
0: gross coat? Is because he very clearly must treat it just like a napkin for everything. Pretty much, yeah. Um, But it—that's why. That's why his handkerchief is so clean. I guess (laughs) is (laughs) because he (laughs) never uses it. That's true. Um, We uh, and it's a little bit after this that we are introduced to uh, the second brother.
1: Yes, Norman.
0: Norman. Um, so the the first brother comes in says, oh my gosh, what happened? And then the second brother shows up and is like, I am here as well. I yeah. also exist. Yeah. And, and dun, dun, dun. sort of now as, as a viewer, as a first time viewer, what, what did you think in that? I'm actually curious, like how did the, Why how did the mystery
1: of this kind of go? So I immediately had the thought that we briefly kind of brought up earlier about, like, as soon as I saw the second Martin Landau, I went, oh, okay, so which one you know it's clearly a which one of them did it right and can he figure it out and prove it rather than it just being kind of between the two of them and not being able to definitively yeah. charge one obviously so you didn't, that's so you, not how it turned out you didn't see the twist the twist necessarily coming the twist was not where i immediately i mean i didn't immediately go oh they're twins they're gonna play it off of each other and it's secretly going to be both i mean you know i wasn't over yeah kind of over time maybe yeah, that crept yeah, yeah, in a little bit yeah, yeah yeah i mean certainly later on it became more of a like okay Yeah, it's probably the two of them working together since that's the one thing that like that they insist on, you know, is that they hate each other's guts and they never talk to each other. And they right. They continue to insist on that point more than anything
0: there. There are some things that um, early on would give you a hint that it's two people. Mm. If you're watching the murder, like watching the murder, knowing the twist. Yeah. Yeah. you see the person deactivate the security system while Martin Lando is still outside. outside. Right. So, like that later becomes instrumental to proving that there were two of
1: them. But uh, right. but th- there's a there's a period of time after they reveal that there is a second uh, second nephew. Yes, that uh, they kind of lead you towards thinking that his fiance might have been involved.
0: Yes, there's a little like they, bit of that. They like try like, a touch of that. Yeah, because she's very nervous about it. Um, and later we f- we find out that she's nervous because she um, stands to inherit all of the money. Right. Columbo says to her at one point, "You weren't. There was no will. You weren't going to inherit in the money. So you're not a suspect."
1: Right. And then she kind of freaks out
0: but i mean that th- and this is sort of a misunderstanding because colombo i think even if he knew there was a will right. probably still wouldn't consider her a suspect right just based on her Demeanor. She yeah. seems very. It wouldn't. She add seems up very much
1: him. not the murderer. Right. Whereas, like, like as he said before, it doesn't add up to him that someone would have a strenuous workout, take a bath, and then start another workout, especially when they were supposed to be leaving to go get married. Exactly. And
0: it wouldn't necessarily make sense to murder this guy right before they're getting married. If she seems like she really did care about him, right? And and she was going to get all the money anyway, so why right. why do it? And maybe? she also clearly doesn't care about the money, right? It's, it's like yeah. several layers of not her thing, but she disguises, she hides this information for Columbo, um, ultimately to her downfall. Right. Um, we learned that, uh, this guy, the guy, uh, that the victim was fencing with the, at the very beginning was his lawyer.
1: And his business manager?
0: Um, I think just like lawyer for the estate. Yeah. So like kind of yes in, in that way.
1: Yeah. He says it like it's a separate thing, but it's clearly just like, it's kind of uh, a, a lawyer taking care of the estate. Yeah. Yeah. Um and he, uh, has a copy
0: of this will and is it he's a he's corrupt and he mm-hmm. wants to keep uh he guesses that it's the boy he doesn't know which one either so he right essentially says to the to the boys I will keep this will a secret if you will yeah well he doesn't say me.
1: hey I know you murdered him he right. just says hey so. Uh, there's this will you didn't know about. You're not going to get anything. However, yes. there are only three copies. I have two of them. I can get the third one. Right. And then everything goes to you. My conditions are I keep getting paid.
0: Yes. I. It's not... It, he doesn't say that he thinks that they murdered him but, no, it's, but it's
1: very heavily like sure read sure into I mean yeah he doesn't have to say it though, yes. in that in that exchange it's just very clear <laughs> that this man should be disbarred
0: yes he's not a good lawyer
1: no he's a shit heel
0: so he uh, tells Julie Newmar that he will hold on to her copy mm-hmm. uh, while the police uh, are investigating in case they come with a search warrant
1: in case they come with a search warrant tonight tonight
0: so he goes to get the the uh, the copy of the will, and lo and behold, yep. Here's sirens outside. Julie Nomar has been murdered, mm-hmm. uh, right pushed be- off her own balcony right before he arrived, and uh, he's been framed for her murder. Yep. So this is another another secondary murder victim. Yep. Um, and this one, and he unloads basically his story to Columbo. Yeah. He just tells he just tells him everything because he figures better to go down for. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. what he did, then for, for, for fraud, fraud or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He hasn't technically done anything illegal, I don't think, at this point. He's definitely uh, the will thing, I think, is um... it's like, yeah, I think it's like conspiracy, probably. Yeah,
1: it'd be conspiracy to. I don't know if it would I don't be know, def- neither, I don't know. Neither of us are lawyers. right? <laughs> We're not lawyers is the thing, but you but it's you can tell that it's It's illegal. definitely
0: illegal, um, but better to go down for that than for murder, probably, yeah. in, in his in his perspective. This is California in the 1970s. I think the death penalty was a thing at that point. Probably. Then, down yeah. there. Um, and it wouldn't have
1: been, you know, like a, a peaceful kind of...
0: No, it's electric chair,
1: probably, here. or something
0: equally horrible. Not yeah. that things mm-hmm. are great now, but... Uh, the, uh, it it's still kind of a he said, he said situation. Right. We learn um, over the course of the thing that, uh, well, the, this is another episode well, so, so where so a, a person has a television show, but that person is poor. I don't understand what was happening on television well, it's in the 1970s. suggested that he's
1: poor, you know, yeah. but it's suggested that he's poor by his brother who is haughty yet has this gambling problem. Right. But I don't. I don't understand what was happening in the 1970s <laughs> on television. Oh, that like, people on TV would be poor? Yeah. Why well, was why was everyone so broke on TV? Well, I mean, I, I can hazard a guess. I think it's kind of like how uh, there's definitely a lot of musicians who uh, sign on with a big record label and have a hit or two and then kind of fade off into obscurity or wind up deeply in debt because of the contracts they sign and the sort of extravagant lifestyle that yeah maybe uh, comes he's, along li- with he's it. living above his means but but
0: I, they don't really say they just kind of say that he doesn't have any money
1: yeah they just kind of leave it at that yeah. and it might just be that like oh his show's pretty popular but it's like on pbs his 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 um the brother norman yeah, yeah. uh his vp at a his bank. vp
0: at a bank um and supposedly a lot richer than this guy who's a television i like i don't right i'm not really clear on exactly what money was like in the 1970s i guess yeah
1: well i mean he was what uh like 37 uh large in the hole yes at, at a at casino, casino in, vegas. in vegas we get
0: to see a, a little flyover of the vegas strip it's very modest compared oh, to yeah. today it's incredibly small we see the sand oh, yeah. casino does not exist anymore mm-hmm. as far as i know nope we get to see that sign
1: without a whole lot
0: around it <laughs> yeah yeah It like it's just the welcome to Las Vegas sign and then like dirt basically just sand like really nothing going on weird Yeah, Yeah. it it is kind of weird to think of like that the the glamorous time of the 1970s when you know Vegas was this like sort of you know the the heyday of Vegas and it was so much smaller Oh, yeah, and so much more like intimate and I think maybe that's what was so cool about it was you'd go to vegas and you'd yeah. be in the sans casino which is not a huge place yeah. and hey there
1: is dean martin mm-hmm. there you know there is sammy davis jr i think that or, is the glamour of it because you had to like fly in or you had this kind of long drive yeah they cer- literally into the desert where there was nothing and it's like now vegas is this you know yeah and there, and there are certainly like still big names in vegas but it doesn't have
0: that weird intimate sort of setting yeah. of like uh you know this tiny, this tiny little casino out in the middle of nowhere, where yeah. all, where inexplicably there are all of the biggest stars in the world just hanging out. Right, they just go out <laughs> here and hang out here because this is a place. Because it's you a can cool place to and gamble and, and be involved in organized crime, and allegedly, and drink
1: and smoke and right and all of those things. And uh, sure, people got murdered, but <laughs> maybe you know. uh, anyway. Moving along from Vegas,
0: but uh, yeah, I. I think they
1: do a good job of balancing each brother so they both seem like contemptible assholes the yeah, entire yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For different reasons. Yes. Like, it's definitely, like, one of them is kind of the smug, you know, kind of, like, playboy sort of vibe, and then the other one is, like, the haughty sort of, you know, holier-than-thou yeah. guy who clearly has his own skeletons in the closet.
0: And a really good job of Martin Lando of just act of. He has the... Both of the characters have the same haircut. Yeah. And the same... Well, I mean, they have the same haircut because they filmed it at the same time. But they have right. the same style. Like, they didn't change his hairstyle between brothers. Yeah. But you kind of know when you're looking at one which brother oh, you're yeah. looking it's at. It's
1: very clear. He does such a good job of distinguishing the two characters. Yeah. Even, so even without,
0: clearly. like, one of them wears a tie and one doesn't. It still yeah, is pretty obvious which one you're looking at. Yeah. At any it's in,
1: time. like, just the default. Like, really, it's... It's really fantastic for yeah for his. It's in portrayal the body language. It's in
0: their face. Yeah. It's in the way that they stand. It's
1: they're they're very different. Uh, Just it's such a distinct like it's so yeah. clear who is which for sure when he cuts to them. I mean, apart from like the murdering business, <laughs> right? Like they are
0: wearing they are wearing the same uh, clothes during the murder, right? Um, as as uh because when. He drove, I'm not exactly sure why this happened. The brother drove away, the Walter, or... Uh, no, It's a, so it's Dexter and Norman. Dexter and Norman. I don't know where Walter came from. Uh, Norman, I don't know. Nor- probably another Martin Landau role. <laughs> That's uh, my guess. This is Walter Koenig. Just yeah. in my brain. Oh, I don't know why. Always. Probably we the know. shelf. The
1: shelf hair. Come on, we know why.
0: Um, so uh, when Norman drives away, Norman is the one who drives away, even though Dexter was the one right. inside. Right. Even the though house, they think it's Dexter driving. Away. I'm not entirely yeah. sure. I guess because Norman would have had to have come in somehow.
1: It's it's because the alarm was set and Dexter needed to turn the alarm off so Norman could come in and then turn it back on after right but they were why done couldn't norman murder? have come in and hid like why did De- because the alarm would go off when he came in but he was leaving
0: I, anyway it doesn't matter. yeah no i, I mean it's <laughs> it just seems like an additional needlessly complicated but anyway for the for the uh purposes of of doing this thing they were right. dressed in the same clothes right
1: and that's the only point where like i i mean I, on a second watch, I don't know. Maybe it's distinguishable. Did you feel like you could tell who was who between the two of them, in that in those early shots?
0: No, no, okay. because I like uh, Norman doesn't do anything really except kind of come back and like look at the house, sort of. Right. He doesn't. He like um, the murder. The actual murder um, is uh, Dexter. Yeah, because he is in the in already in the house.
1: Right. Or no. actually, no, it would be Norman. Well, I mean, it would be whoever didn't swap out the fuses, right? They don't w- specify, but when we go back and watch it, I think the characterization might might yeah, be maybe. intended to be a tip off. I'm not sure. I don't know. We, yeah, we'd have to really
0: take a look. Yeah,
1: I, but but it just it honestly it just occurred to me now as we were talking about kind yeah. how you could just look at the at his face when he was portraying Dexter or Norman yeah. and tell who was who. I mean, yep. clothing helps, but. But, yeah, so uh, there's actually a really great uh, moment, uh, uh, a lovely Colombo moment, when mm-hmm. he's talking to, I think, Dexter, and, uh, you know, after they have, you know, caught the uh, the attorney at um, at the apartment. Right. And he spills the beans on, like, I was going to take this will from her, blah, 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 blah. Right. Uh, I signed this contract, and they had both signed it. Yeah. And, and he says, well, we talked about this, and it's the first time we talked in whatever, and there's a... Point where you can see colombo kind of get the piece of information that he needed which is basically him going oh shit right i should check the phone records of course right and that's one of the things that leads him to yeah you know start timing how long it takes after you know popping the fuse to swap it out if it's just you running down the stairs and all of that weird shit that he does kind of in the tail end yeah of the once episode. he kind of figures out that they're work that it probably
0: was more than one person yeah like that's sort of when yeah that's it the point when it's
1: yeah when it's more than one person and like it clearly wasn't the lawyer and it obviously wasn't his fiance because they're you know one of them's in jail and the other one is dead right uh,
0: the um, there's also an incredibly long uh, cooking scene yeah that like we, 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 we talked a we, little bit um, Dexter. Uh, Paris. Right. The is the, is a it... The Fun Brother, right, is a celebrity <laughs> chef, I guess you right. would say. Right. And he has a show, this show The Taste of uh, A Taste of Paris. Ugh. and he's filming God. and Col- <laughs> Columbo is in the audience and he has Columbo cup- come up uh, onto camera and to help him make hollandaise sauce. Yes. Um and it they do <laughs> yeah. in real time yeah. and it is
1: not particularly interesting. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Like, it's it, as as far as the episode goes, yeah. like it doesn't need to stretch on that long. No, it's as it's, far as me getting to watch the two of them <laughs> sure. pal around and enjoy each other's company. It yes. was awesome. It's
0: very clear that there that there wasn't a script for that part, or oh, yeah. it wasn't scripted as tightly. Yeah, as yeah. The, like, I think it was a little. It's looser. a lot of it was a lot of improv because there's a lot of like little. Like mess ups and like people dropping stuff and people yeah. doing stuff wrong that they left in, and they were very clearly sort of improving off of each other. Oh yeah. Um, fans of Columboys might be interested to know that this uh, scene is where the image for the Columbois, uh podcast. When you download the podcast, uh, yep. there's a the black and white image of Martin Lando and Peter Falk, and that comes from this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not a I'm not a Hollandaise sauce fan. Personally, I, I mean, I, he's okay. po- like he's pouring he's pouring hollandaise sauce over what looks to be like steamed like it's asparagus. Oh, it's asparagus. It, yeah,
1: it's being kept in like a heating tray. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's steamed or grilled <laughs> or what, but it's asparagus. <laughs> okay, and now I'll say yes. I've seen this dish before, and, and I've seen did. it in varying. Ways where it's like a poached egg instead of hollandaise or whatever. And I have never really wanted hollandaise sauce on my asparagus. I think it's (laughs) fine on Eggs Benedict Uh and variations thereof. Yeah. But that's kind of the only place I really want hollandaise sauce. I guess I didn't realize that there was raw egg yolk in hollandaise sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's part of the emulsification. I guess that explains, yeah, the kind of the the consistency.
1: Uh Uh-huh. It yeah. sure
0: does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not a fan. Not yeah, a fan.
1: That's. I mean, what can I say? That's and it's a not. Very it doesn't French look pr- particularly appetizing. Um, no, the way that they pour it out, it kind of looks a little. It looks runny. Thin. And, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, uh, it doesn't look like it's great. And his reaction when he, you know, has some of it. Definitely seems like it's maybe not the best <laughs> Hollandaise sauce he's ever. I feel ever like had. they
0: really yeah, they like they cooked it in real time and then Peter Falk ate it and was like, This is bad. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure it was. <laughs> I'm sure it was a bunch of ingredients that have been sitting on a hot there's a point where uh, well when he's introducing the ingredients and he points at the butter and the butter is already like liquid. Yeah, it's already been melted. It's so it's very clearly there are a couple scenes where you can see um the like the back of Martin Landau's neck is like sticky, and like he's got that yeah. that, that like sweat thing when you have like long uh, long. I'm not sure what it's called in the back, but that little mullet. Oh, kind yeah, of fringe yeah, yeah. in the back. Well,
1: just when you haven't had a very good haircut for a while. <laughs> well, or and... it's the or it's the 1970s, yeah. for example. Or it's the 1970s. Um, and but yeah, it's you're... very
0: like sweaty and sticky. It was. It seemed like a very sw- like this is the first time I've really been aware of how uncomfortable it must have been oh, yeah. on, on set.
1: Well, I mean, again, they would be they would be under lighting right. for this set. They're all wearing warm boxy suits. Uh-huh. This
0: part may have actually been filmed inside a bank, which yeah. I'm sure
1: are not adequately cooled for a production company yeah not for the amount of lighting and stuff they would have had to have because they were shooting on film so like you need a tremendous amount of light and that would not have been led light that would have been (laughs) incandescent and that's a little warm big old bulbs yeah yeah yeah. it would have been very uncomfortable it'd be a sauna well and they had to light the entire thing because it's
0: like a walkthrough part of the of the whole of the whole bank
1: yeah um
0: yeah it's a it's a really this is a really good episode in a really good way to
1: uh end
0: the second season
1: yeah. of Colum- I mean, of Columbo. As far as a season wrap, like that's a really good episode. I'm very glad, by the way, that at yeah. the end of it we didn't get the freeze frame credits. No. That we there's actually there's a little got... bit of a walkout. Yeah. Well so and, and, and then part of that is because as he catches them, it is related to the actual murder, where he asks one of them to try and lift him out of the tub. Right. And notes that he is bone dry and not stopping wet like the corpse (laughs) demonstrates how he would have died by blowing out the lights again and then times it and takes them all down to change out the the fuse and that's where he basically says someone else had to be down here someone else had to turn the alarm off to let you in right and does this in front of mrs peck who raised these two yeah
0: yeah mrs peck definitely has I mean two people get murdered but I think Mrs. Peck probably ha- gets it the roughest. Yeah,
1: she has the roughest cuz it's like not only does like the guy that she works for who she's very fond of get G- gets murdered, murdered then his fiance who she doesn't really seem to care for
0: I don't think she loves her but I think she
1: likes I think but she, she puts her. up with yeah, her because I, I think she doesn't dislike right, her. Right because Mr. Paris you know, yeah. I think about. he
0: probably likes her because she makes Mister Paris so happy. Right. That would be my guess.
1: And so then she dies. Well, and she then... does
0: say disgraceful. There is that early yeah, scene, right,
1: but... about how young she is compared to Mister Paris. Right. I think that's just she's young she's enough been... she's to meant be his granddaughter. To... She's meant to, to be, be sort
0: of that. an antiquarian, a fusty.
1: Right. Yeah. it Very much establishes her old, sense of, of what the old is, school, what is proper and what is not. Um, yeah. But but yeah. So uh, so then she. Uh, has to see in real time these boys kind of cave and clearly admit that you know yeah literally the everybody
0: murders. involved in this except for mrs peck goes down for something yep like like the lawyer the guy his fiance, and both of his nephews like every named character except yeah. for dabney coleman as the gum chewing laid-back detective yep. and uh and uh colombo basically yeah
1: and boy you can really hear him chew that gum <laughs> he's it really doing it uncomfortable that's
0: real that's real chewing yeah. Uh, satisfaction yeah yeah double
1: mint i guess <laughs> perhaps oh so. juicy because of,
0: no double Could... mint because of the twins
1: oh really? uh. very good that's um, a better joke than i thought
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but like literally
1: i think everybody else goes to prison or the morgue yeah <laughs> so she survives but like there's this lovely bit because obviously she is antagonistic towards Columbo where he kind of walks her out and is very, very kind of gentle with her. And yeah. yeah. And it's an, it's a nice moment for the end of uh, the episode. Yeah. And the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, coming up
0: is more Columbo. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We are now 17, uh, episodes in, uh, puts us at about the, um, little over a fourth, I think of the way done almost a fourth of the way done oh we got yeah that i'm actually about exactly a fourth of the way done yeah yeah.
1: a fourth of the way done but more more than a fourth of the way through the good ones (laughs) and that's what i'm really worried about now
0: uh i don't know
1: that that's fair i think
0: that there there are um well yes but there are more much more good columbos than there are bad columbos that's that's reassuring. Thank yes. you, Mac. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. We will have peaks and valleys as we travel through the later uh, Colombo oh, yeah. uh, uh, thing. Uh, it's going to get weird, and then it's going to get better, and then it's going to get very weird, and then it's going to stop. Okay. So that's kind of what we're, what we're. Uh, well, I, what I appreciate looking.
1: the heads up about where the turns are on this roller coaster. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 you know, there's another. There's another thing um, when he is talking to the attorney and they are going through the estate kind of itemizing everything. Sure. Where the attorney is kind of being playful with Columbo about, I'm not a, you know, why am I not a suspect? I, I, you know, my feelings are kind of hurt. And Columbo is like, well, I mean, we followed where you were and you were at this lawyer thing, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, you're off the hook. And the guy kind of relaxes. And then Columbo just goes, of course, you could have had him killed. (laughs) Yeah. And like. Watching the guy's face is mm, yeah. chef's kiss. It's pretty so good, good. Um, but he's very clearly not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At any But it's point. just really lovely to see Columbo just kind of needle him back over it. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, uh, there's some.
0: It's really it's a good one. It's,
1: really it's a real good. good one. There's some. There's some very seventies uh, outfits in this. Yes. Um, the thing that they are are both wearing uh, for the murders, uh, murder the first murder. Um, is uh it, like i wanted to call it a safari suit but it's not really that it's one of those 70s kind of two piece numbers yeah. where it's like matching pants and and kind of an over shirt that mm. is clearly a jacket but it is cut like a shirt yeah and then it's got like a suede suede backing on the shoulders and then right. it's two flapped breast pockets this is the like maroon yeah thing. yeah yeah it's like a maroon like tweedy kind of plaid it's, and then it's, it's got, very strange. It's very 70s, and it
0: looks very uh, warm.
1: Yeah, it looks like well, uncomfortably warm. And then they're wearing like the burgundy roll neck underneath it, yeah. so it's a very 70s, very warm kind of thing. But then, like How, the first time we see Norman, yeah, you know the the banker, um, yeah, the the banker Paris, uh, you know, he's in like uh, a pretty nice, uh, pretty well cut suit. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's no point where I think. Um, our boys yeah. uh, don't look pretty good, even though they're dressed in seventies. I will say yeah. that like when I saw the jacket in all its glorious detail on yeah. uh, taste of Paris, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> I hate that name so much. Yeah. Um, but uh, that, that like checkerboard, like kind of like print. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not it, like, it's not woven and it's like irregular. Yeah. Like it struck me as a, like that shouldn't be on a jacket even though i really like that print a lot Hmm. i don't really have a lot more to add to that (laughs) i just really wanted to call out that print because i think it's a great print it just does not belong on that on that 70s jacket sure on that man i like i like that you could sense i was trying to wrap the
0: episode up and you were like i gotta get my fashion stuff oh yeah i'm sorry man i'm (laughs) not gonna let i'm not
1: gonna let this one go i needed to talk about that stuff
0: uh a weird like just sort of a weird this is a side note and has nothing to do with the actual episode but um I, for some reason, thought Martin Lando had died, like, after making Ed Wood. Like, for some reason, I thought that he had died, that his Oscar was posthumous. Oh, you thought it, it was what, like it a... What, he, he died last year, and Edward, I think, came out in, like, the 90s. Yeah, Edward's so... <laughs> not that new. <laughs> so, he was alive for, like, 20 years Yeah. Uh, after I, uh, like, thought, thought that he, he had dead? died. That and is a little weird. I don't know why, and I don't know why during that intervening period I never ran into Martin Landau, like, projects in the world and was disabused of that. Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: I don't think that's the last thing he ever No, did. it was not. He kept
0: making... Stu- like, stuff kept being released, like, up to and, and post... His death, like, but for some reason, I like just the 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 last time I was aware of Martin Lando was Ed Wood, and then for some reason, any subsequent uh, Martin Lando was like blanked out by my brain as some sort. Yeah, of, it's like,
1: like you just thought, well, he did Ed Wood, so that must, must have killed him.
0: He must be dead. Or if yeah. I saw a clip, I was like, oh, that's probably from ten years ago because uh-huh. he's way dead. He, right? He wasn't. I mean, he
1: is now. Well. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry Martin Landau. We I'm sorry for he's disrespecting your fine. memory.
0: No, 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 no. We respect his memory uh, tremendously. He's he's fantastic. He's really amazing. But we don't have to worry episode. about upsetting him cuz he is he's dead. So He is dead. Yeah. I but mean, uh, I respect I respect his legacy and and you know I said and that's it at the why beginning. you keep saying that he's dead. He is that dead. That's that it's factual. It's not like it's not you know that certainly doesn't one make this weirder. No, he's just the dead. more you like, talk about... I didn't I didn't make I didn't kill him. If that's what you're suggesting, I
1: am not suggesting. Well, that. I didn't. Well, good. Like G- I'm glad. All right. I'm no glad murder. we made it clear. No murder. This murders. is a murder-free, murder-free podcast. podcast. Except for the murders. Except in for the murders that happen in the show.
0: Those are fictional. Right. All right. Well, <laughs> that's going to do it for this week's Columboys. I'm Mac. I'm Ben. And uh, just one more thing. Huh? Uh, ben, I'd like to take a minute and express my sincere thanks to everyone out in the Columboys audience. Um, we are now two seasons into Columb boys and into Columb, uh, Bo, the show. Right. And I just want to say to everyone who's listened and to everyone who has shared the show and can continues to listen. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, actually... I... Sincerely. Like, this is this is not me doing a bit. Like I, I, know, wanted, it's not, I know it's I not you doing a bit. I to take a minute and, like, sincerely say that I appreciate everybody who has listened. And uh, thank you, Ben, for coming along with me on this fun, uh, weird experiment. We started doing this podcast, as people may or may not know... Because uh, I wanted to show Ben the weird fashions in Colombo. Right. Little did I know what I was signing myself and then, up for. And then one of us was like, "Well, we'll just call it this." And we, then yeah, we, we came up with the name, yeah. and then we had to do the podcast because the name was so stupid.
1: Yep, yeah, pretty
0: much. I mean, I still like it. <laughs> I still like it, it, it too. But here we are. It is now seven, more than seven months, eight months, something like that, into actually recording the right. thing and releasing it. And and, and this is this this marks the seventeenth episode. Sure. And uh, I just am happy to be on this journey with you, Ben. And and I'm thankful to all of our listeners for coming along with us. And
1: uh, thank you for listening, Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Max. <laughs> yeah. This is fun times. It is fun times. And uh, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to season three. Let's go. All what, right. What, what, could, what could
0: be next? Well, we'll find Let's out. Let's find out. Columboys is hosted by Mac Johnson and Ben Swallow. You can follow them on Twitter at macj and at Dandy Geek. The Columboys theme is by Seth Boyer. For more information about this and other great Waffle Media projects, you can go to waffle.media. Thanks for listening.